I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Are you being influenced? If you've watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. Welcome. It is a verdict with Senator Ted Cruz. Ben Ferguson with you. Senator, we're sitting here Wednesday midday and we were waiting to see what was going to happen with the big news on Donald Trump. As he said, he was going to get arrested on Tuesday. That time frame has now changed and it looks like Democrats may be getting cold feet. Fox News announced it this way. We begin America Reports with the developing story. Grand jury proceedings in the hush money case against former President Trump canceled for today. This as we await news on a possible indictment. Now, Senator, this obviously was a shock moment for many that were expecting an indictment. But if you listen to the news, and I'm talking about the liberals out there, They were campaigning for this. Van Jones actually went on TV on CNN last night and was pretty much making a public plea to this activist DA. Do not do this. This is a bad move. It will actually hurt Democrats more than anybody else. Here's how he put it on CNN. Oh, if anybody is a Republican and they have been afraid that there's some uh, conspiracy, some well-organized conspiracy (laughs) among progressives, uh, they can uh, relax now because you would not start with this charge. Uh, you would start with the charge in Georgia uh, where he was uh, interfering with elections. You would start with the charge that he was helping the insurrectionists in a coup. You wouldn't start with an eight-year-old porn star payoff. So uh, just, again, uh, this is proof, if nothing else, that the progressives are not very well organized. This is not the one you would start with. Uh, that said, uh, I hear my conservative friend saying he's being, they're being overcharged. It's so so aggressive. It's so terrible. Welcome to my world, folks. 
uh, uh, prosecutors overcharging, being overaggressive, being ridiculous with, with minor stuff and turning it into major stuff happens every single day in America, every courthouse in America. Uh, I think you want to be consistent now. If you're concerned that this, that this particular person named Donald Trump is being overcharged and mistreated by a prosecutor, uh, join the rest of us who are trying to stop that from happening to ordinary people. But uh, my, my view about this is uh, I think that the heat uh, is on this DA. Uh, I think he's going to make a very sober decision. And I would not be surprised if he doesn't step back from the brink. Doesn't step back from the brink. Senator, I've never seen a Democratic operative go on national TV speaking directly to a DA saying, don't do this in this way. Well, you're right. And I think this is a big deal. Number one, this potential indictment is garbage. It is legally frivolous. It is baseless. It is pure partisan hatred. It is the weaponization of our legal system, of our justice system. I would encourage everyone, if you didn't listen to Monday's podcast, you should go back and listen to it. The entire podcast on Monday, we went through chapter and verse, the detailed reasons why this prosecution is utterly baseless. We walked through the statutes under which the the New York DA is looking at Donald Trump and the reasons why neither the facts nor law remotely support it. It's important to understand what's happening here. You won't get it from watching the news. Monday's podcast will walk you through and give you that information. What is striking, though, is ever since it became public that an arrest and indictment of Trump was imminent, we've seen Democrats freaking out. And and, and I got to say, the attitude of, of many Democrats right now is remarkable. It, 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 it Frankly, it reminds me of Monty Python. And, and here's the Democrats' response today. <laughs> I mean, Senator, I, I love that part of the movie, and it's so accurate to the Democrats. They're literally screaming at this DA, do not do this. Do not give this gift of a ridiculous indictment to Donald Trump and turn him into a martyr, literally run away. Yeah, look, that that is certainly the reaction of a lot of Democrats. Um, you and I observed on Monday's podcast that, that if they go ahead with this arrest and this indictment, uh, when the case is blown out of the water in court, which it will be, that the effect, ironically, will be a massive backfire where this left-wing George Soros-funded DA may well have played a pivotal role in re-electing Donald Trump as president of the United States. And I think a whole lot of Democrats are realizing this and going, holy crap, we hate the guy, but this is really dumb. And and it's uh, we'll see if Bragg actually runs away. So the reason we don't have news today, look, we had anticipated, based on what was publicly said, that there would be an indictment this morning. And... What happened instead is is Alvin Bragg told the grand jury, stay home. Don't come well, in you, today. I got to get you to put your lawyer hat on, Senator, here. For people that understand, uh, don't understand or maybe have never been in a court with a grand jury or dealt with this, how, do, how abnormal is this? What is happening behind the scenes? How does this work when you tell a grand jury to stay home, and why does that usually happen? Yeah, look, th- th- there are two types of juries in our criminal justice system. There's a grand jury and a pettit jury. A grand jury occurs before the trial, and a grand jury consists of of citizens from the community who are impaneled for an extended period of time, and the prosecutor will go and present evidence to the grand jury seeking an indictment. And, and the prosecutor does that 
without the defense attorney present. So it's a one-sided presentation. And it's the prosecutor presenting evidence to say, is this enough to charge the defendant with whatever crime they're trying to indict him on? Uh, The prosecutor has enormous leeway with the grand jury. There's an old line that is repeated a gazillion times, which is a prosecutor can indict a ham sandwich. And part of the reason is the ham sandwich doesn't get a lawyer. So it's the prosecutor is alone with the grand jury. In this instance, the reason that the Manhattan DA would have told the grand jury, stay home, don't don't come in today, is that Alvin Bragg made the decision he didn't want to indict Donald Trump today. Now, uh, at least according to public reporting, they are coming in tomorrow on Thursday. So we may have a podcast coming up where we have different news to report. The fact that he hit pause does not necessarily mean that Bragg is hitting stop. And you have to assume that Bragg, like every other Democrat, has Trump derangement syndrome. They hate him so much, he may not be able to stop. But I will say, look, I think the American people generally are not terribly interested in in obsessing on the, the personal misconduct in the sex lives of politicians. Uh, we famously had Bill Clinton and his impeachment. And I think one of the reasons why Bill Clinton survived all of that is the American people, they certainly didn't admire Bill Clinton's conduct, but at the end of the day, they were much more interested and focused on official corruption rather than the personal failings that Bill Clinton may have had. Uh, We've sadly seen politicians from both parties uh, have serious moral failings and and sexual improprieties, but I do think a lot of Democrats are, are... pretty dismayed that their opening salvo of the criminal justice system is is focused on uh, an alleged affair with a porn star. I, I, I think a lot of the voters, they knew about this already. Um, they knew about this at the time, and they made their decisions on on whom to vote for based on, on what policies would impact their lives and their families. And so, I hope Bragg actually listens to the, the Democrats who are freaking out. And by the way, I hope the other prosecutors, I hope Merrick Garland, who the Department of Justice prosecution is potentially far more dangerous. We've talked at length about how I believe Merrick Garland, for the same reason Alvin Bragg wants to, to, to indict and prosecute Trump, Merrick Garland does too. I hope all of these prosecutors engaged in partisan justice stop and just do their jobs. The threshold for indicting a president's never happened in the history of our country. The threshold should be high. It should be meaningful. It should not be some and ticky explain tack. Why. Explain why, because some people may not understand the reason why we've had such a threshold. I mean, you go back to even Nixon when he left the, the presidency. The reason why uh, is the man who came into that position of power to become the president basically pardoned him completely was he said it's not good for the country we don't want to be going after political leaders especially a former president and and turn us into a third world country where you send people into exile and you arrest former leaders when other people win elections and and so be it if it hurts me but it's for the good of the country well that's exactly right and you you know stalin famously said show me the man and i'll show you the crime um Prosecutors have a lot of discretion. Prosecutors have a lot of authority. Uh, If you unleash a team of prosecutors on anybody, you know, I had a bunch of reporters yesterday asking me about that. 
you know, well, don't you think it's good we're investigating if, if Trump's committed a crime? I said, look, if we investigated descended prosecutors on you, I'm certain we'd find you've committed a crime. You may have this morning driving to work. You probably sped. Like at, at, at some level, the criminal justice system is meant to work for serious crimes where there's real injury, where there's real victims. Now, that's true whether it is a violent crime or whether it's a crime of corruption. Um, look, the evidence about the Biden family corruption making millions of dollars selling access and selling government policies, whether it is to Burisma, the Ukrainian natural gas company, or whether it is to, to the Chinese Communist Party, those are serious and real questions of public policy and corruption. Um, but, you know, you talked about third world countries. Listen, sadly, a lot of countries in the world have a history of one one administration, one party will be in power, then the next party gets in power, and one of the first things they do is lock up their predecessors, go after their predecessors and say, okay, now you're going to jail. And ultimately, that is incredibly harmful for the rule of law. It's incredibly harmful for democracy. And because prosecutors have so much power, we don't want Republicans, when they come in office, unleashing all of that force trying to just incarcerate their opponents. We don't want Democrats in power unleashing all their force, trying to incarcerate their opponents. You know, I talk about this in, in, at length uh, in my latest book, Justice Corrupted, about the way it's supposed to work. And in this instance, particularly with respect to a, to a former president and especially a former president of the opposing party, we shouldn't see the kind of ticky-tack indictments. Look, this New York statute is a bookkeeping statute. It's a misdemeanor on its face. It's the sort of thing that on the terms of it, if Trump has committed a violation, Hillary Clinton has to. And we talked about that at length on on Monday's podcast. And yeah, so it, go if back. It's, I, I, you said earlier, and I'll say it again, go back and listen to the, if you missed the last podcast, go back and get it because it will lay out so much of what we're referencing right now. If you missed it, it's worth going back and listening to. Senator, I, I also want to ask you about just a, a basic political question uh, about this. There's some in the media that have been saying Donald Trump is terrified. MSNBC said he's shaking in his boots of, of being indicted. I, I completely disagree with that. I think this would uh, be a massive victory for him and a catalyst. I want to get your reaction to that. But before we do that, I want to tell you about our friends over at Chalk. If you're a guy and you're getting older and you realize you're losing some of your edge, you're not alone. There is a problem. Uh, immense testosterone levels that are falling off the cliff historically right now. And if you want to get back that strength and vitality and you don't want to feel that weakness or maybe complacency, then you need to check out Chalk. I've been taking Chalk, C-H-O-Q, for about three and a half, four weeks now, and I can tell you it works. I take the Men Vitality Stack, and what Chalk does is they are he here to help real men take back their masculinity, and they can help you boost your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Maximize your masculinity today. Go to chalkchoq.com. Use the promo code BEN for 35% off any Chalk subscriptions for life. Subscriptions are cancelable anytime. Choq.com. Choq.com. Use promo code BEN for 35% off. All right, politically, Senator. 
I've seen this on TV where they're obsessing over Donald Trump being afraid of being indicted. And, and this will be the end of his political career. I don't think he's afraid of this. If I was Donald Trump, uh, the only the only thing I would be arguing over is what to wear and how big I should grin if they make me come in and do a mugshot. Well, I'm confident the answer to that will be if there's a mugshot, Trump will be smiling ear to ear. Uh, and and I think you're right. I think he is perfectly happy to have this ridiculous prosecution targeted at him. I think it benefits him politically. Um, and that's precisely why Democrats are running away. I will say, by the way, just a minute ago, I had that sort of nagging voice in the back of my mind. I, I, I said that Stalin was the one who said, show me the man, I'll show you the crime. And, and part of me was saying, well, I don't think that's right. So I just Googled it. Turned out I was sort of right, but sort of wrong. It wasn't actually Stalin who said that. It was Lavrentia Beria, who was the longest-serving secret police chief working for Joseph Stalin. There you go. And, and what he said, his quote was, show me the man and I'll show you the crime. And he served as deputy premier from 1941 until Stalin's death in 1953. And he was in charge of the gulags. And, and he understood, whoever it is, Ben Ferguson, he may well have committed a felony while recording this podcast, for all we know. But if we unleash the secret police on him, we're going to find something. Yeah, and, and that's what this seems to be about. There is one uh, audio clip I've got to just play for you, and I do think this tells you a lot about the mindset of the left right now. They are obsessed and have been since 2016 with putting Donald Trump in jail. The View put it this way this morning. I want to start this with this update. Uh, you know who is still at large. <laughs> He is. Yes, he is. He is. He hasn't been arrested. No. Like you predicted. Well, you know, you kind of have to weigh it with all the other stuff he said. And you figure, well, you know, you said you won the election, you didn't win. Good point. You said they're coming to arrest you. They they I said that to Joy, yeah. but why do we start believing him now? <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's kind of crazy. He manipulated everybody. The, we all rose to the occasion, the papers, everybody just went there. So many people were excited. Liar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, this is their obsession. And that's where I think Bragg probably said, the people want me to do this. The media wants me to do this. They're all pushing for this. I'll be the guy to do it. And really, it may help him politically because there's a very good chance he wants to run for governor of New York. Well, I think it's amusing that the views take on it is, oh, no, 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 he wasn't going to be arrested. Look, it's clear Bragg was planning to arrest him and planning to arrest him this week. That's why there's been this Democrat freakout, because I think Democrats realized it was an enormous stumble. I, the case is legally frivolous. Anyone who looks at it, you can't with a straight face argue that 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 you should go after Trump based on this New York bookkeeping violation that has no application to this. It, it, it's a statute that says you can't have a false bookkeeping business record. And in this instance, he's trying to the statute of limitations has run. In other words, he can't charge the misdemeanor offense. So he's got to try to bootstrap it into a federal election law offense, which the Federal Election Commission declined to prosecute. The Department of Justice declined to prosecute. The Southern District of New York declined to prosecute. And the Mueller investigation declined to prosecute. So everyone who's looked at this says there's no there there. And yet if you 
wake up every morning growling and hating Donald Trump, like Whoopi Goldberg does, like Alvin Bragg does, then then you don't care about the facts of the law. You just want to get the guy. And and I think what has happened this week so far is is it may be that Bragg's getting cold feet because Democrats are so terrified of the consequences of this frivolous prosecution. I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart to heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Hey, Ben Ferguson here. And if you're an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be a part of your investment portfolio. I want you to visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns when you invest with Labrador Energy, you have access to potential tax benefits, and you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Labrador's core executive team has more than 190 years of combined oil and gas experience and has drilled thousands of oil and gas wells. They are dedicated to mitigating risk while providing accredited investors with sound returns. So visit LabradorEnergy.com. American energy independence is crucial for our national security and future prosperity. And Labrador Energy is leading the charge to make that a reality. Invest in U.S. oil and gas today. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Yeah, no doubt about it. I want to talk about a couple different victories real quick, Senator. One of those uh, deals, and and we talked about this on a prior pod, uh, with the idea of Phil Washington heading the FAA. Uh, You've got some news to break on that. But before we get to it, I want people to hear what you had to say from the floor of the Senate last night. Let me suggest to the members of the Senate, if God forbid that were to happen in the next two years, and I pray that it does not. I can tell you, I certainly wouldn't want to be a senator who voted to confirm an administrator of the FAA who's never flown a plane, who doesn't know anything about aviation safety, and has no idea why the plane crashed. I I don't know how I'd go home and explain to 30 million Texans 
that, well, you know, my political party nominated him, and, and so I just, I went with party loyalty and voted to confirm the guy, even though he didn't have the experience to do the job. I don't believe Mr. Washington's going to be confirmed. I, I personally, I respect his military service. When he testified before the committee, he seemed like a decent and capable man. But he's also a man who doesn't know anything about airplanes. And if there's any job in the entire federal government where you need to know not just something about airplanes, a lot about airplanes, it is to be the administrator of the FAA. We need a Senate-confirmed leader in this job quickly, and I would urge the president withdraw this nomination and nominate either acting Administrator Nolan or if not him, somebody like him with decades of real experience so that we can have a Senate-confirmed leader with the knowledge and judgment and expertise to do everything humanly possible to keep your family safe and my family safe and to keep the flying public safe. We have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to do this right. I yield the floor. Now, Senator, you've got an update on on this nominee. And before I get to that, uh, I want to tell you about our friends at Patriot Mobile. If you have a cell phone and 99% of you listening do, make the switch to the only conservative Christian cell phone company in the U.S., Patriot Mobile. Because when you pay your bill every month at no extra charge to you, you're actually supporting causes you believe in. I'm talking about standing up for First and Second Amendment rights, standing up for unborn children, even helping with adoptions. Patriot Mobile takes a portion of your bill every month and they fight for what we believe in. So it's easy for you to switch as well. You get to keep your same cell phone number. You get the same exact coverage on the same towers you're using right now. The only difference is you're giving money to a company that, that stands with your values instead of fights against them. Check out Patriot Mobile. If you're a small business, they have a small business department. They can help you change over all of your lines in your business easily. 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Or go online to patriotmobile.com slash verdict. That's patriotmobile.com slash verdict or 878-PATRIOT. Use the promo code verdict for the best deals of the day. Senator, uh, you've talked about this. You've been leading on Phil Washington saying he's just not qualified. And now you've got news to break on this nomination. Well, I think we're on the verge of a major victory here which is that speech I gave on the Senate floor last night. This morning, we had the markup where Phil Washington was scheduled to be voted on in the Commerce Committee. That began at 10 a.m., and at 10 a.m., I had every reason to believe that we were going to vote on Phil Washington. A few minutes later, Maria Cantwell, the Democrat chair, announced that, that the committee was delaying the vote on Phil Washington, that we were not voting on Phil Washington today. I think the reason is simple. They don't have the votes. And, and listen— Washington is wildly unqualified to do this job. The job is administer administrator of the FAA. Millions of Americans fly on planes every year. Mr. Washington doesn't know anything about planes. He's not a pilot. He's never been a military pilot. He's never been a commercial airline pilot. He's never worked for an airline. He's never worked at the FAA. He's never worked in airplane manufacturer. He's never worked in airplane repair. He's never worked as an air traffic controller. His career has been dealing with buses and trains. Buses and trains are great, but they don't fly in the air. 
And his nomination on its face is he is wildly unqualified for this job. I believe all of the Republicans agree with that. But there have been a number of Democrats who have expressed publicly concerns. And and listen, something like the FAA, I don't think should be a partisan position. I don't particularly want a Republican FAA administrator or a Democrat FAA administrator. I want a guy who knows how to keep planes in the air. And And I'll point out, there is right now somebody, Billy Nolan, who is the acting administrator to the FAA, Joe Biden selected him, named him the acting administrator. Unlike Phil Washington, he has decades of experience in aviation. He has decades of experience in aviation safety. He's a pilot. He's been a commercial airline pilot. He has multiple certifications in aviation safety. He's been a senior official at the FAA. Uh, There's an obvious solution. And and I'll tell you, I just suggested this at at a hearing a couple of weeks ago. And and to kind of take you behind the scenes. When I sat down at the hearing, it was a hearing where Billy Nolan was testifying. I had not planned to say this, and and my staff hadn't written out remarks on it, but just as I was listening to him testify, the contrast between his knowledge of of aviation and Washington's lack of knowledge was really striking. So I turned to my staffers in the back and I said, look, what do you think of my just suggesting, how about this guy? And, And my team thought that made sense. And so I just leaned forward in the microphone and said, Listen, if the Biden White House wants a successful nomination, withdraw Washington, name Billy Nolan, and he will get confirmed with a big bipartisan vote. And we need to have a qualified Senate-confirmed leader of the FAA. Listen, we've, we've seen over and over again airlines almost colliding. God forbid we have some horrific mass casualty event when the Biden administration doesn't have a Senate-confirmed leader of the FAA. They need to fix this now. And today's announcement that, that, that they are, quote, postponing uh, the, the vote, it, it may be like Alvin Bragg's announcement that, that he's postponing the grand jury coming in. It may be postponed permanently. Uh, I hope both of them are, but, but if the administration withdraws Phil Washington, it would be another big victory As you know, we already defeated Gigi Sohn, who Biden had nominated to the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, because she was radical and had an extreme record. I think there's a very good chance the Phil Washington nomination is going to go down as well, and we will get instead someone qualified and and with the knowledge to keep your family safe and my family safe when we go up on an airplane. Yeah, and this should be a non-political position. Uh, It should be one that should be bipartisan when you're approving someone. And it looks like they don't have the votes because they can count easily, right? I mean, they know where they stood this morning at 10 a.m. Well, look, I think the vote was scheduled this morning because the White House wanted to put political pressure on to Democrats to force them to support him, even though he's not qualified. And I'm sure... There was massive arm twisting probably going on until late last night or even early this morning. But the fact that they delayed the votes, it tells me that their arm twisting didn't work. Uh, and, and I think it's likely we're going to see this nomination withdrawn. That's what, what should happen. I can tell you I heard from inside the Biden White House that when I suggested Billy Nolan, that they that, that reverberated throughout the halls of the, of the White House. They're like, what? What? Holy crap. You mean there's a way we can get a guy through and get a guy through fast. And let's be clear. I don't know Billy Nolan. I'm not suggesting him because he's a Republican. I'm not suggesting him because he's my guy. 
He's the person the Biden administration named as their acting administrator. I'm just looking at qualifications and knowledge. And when I ask Billy Nolan questions about the FAA and keeping airline travel safe, he can answer those questions. When I ask uh, Phil Washington, I asked Phil Washington, for example, a couple of years ago, we had the horrific crashes of the 737 Maxes, two different crashes. 346 lives were lost in those two crashes. I asked him, why did the planes crash? He said, I don't know. You know, that's kind of a pretty big friggin' problem. I told him, I said, Mr. Washington, I believe you. I believe that you don't know. And that's why you're not qualified to lead this agency, because the head of the FAA should know exactly why they crashed and in particular should know what we need to do to prevent it from happening in another flight. Yeah, you, you wish that this administration would start taking these positions seriously. It is, uh, thank goodness, you were able to really ask these questions. A lot of that went viral uh, by, by just showing people how inadequate this nominee is for this specific job. And that is where it clearly made an impact, even on Democrats, which is a great news uh, for all of us when it comes to safety. This is a non-political appointee, and it should never be a, a, a political person. And I'm glad that there's some success, it looks like, here uh, that has happened with this. Finally, I want to ask you about another, and this for me is a huge deal. Uh, as a broadcaster, as someone that does radio and TV for a living, uh, when you see people be deplatformed, whether it's individuals on social media or from TV networks, uh, it is a scary moment. We're now being told that there has been a deal that's been done to get Newsmax back on the air. Uh, this is something that you went all in for uh, from a freedom of speech perspective and not silencing conservative networks. And now it looks like a deal is together to bring back Newsmax uh, to a carrier that dropped them. Well, that's exactly right, and this is news that broke today just a couple of hours ago, but it is a huge, huge victory. As, as regular listeners of the podcast will recall, uh, DirecTV deplatformed Newsmax, and about a year ago, Democrat members of Congress wrote to DirecTV and said there are three conservative cable news outlets, Fox News, DirecTV, and One America News, Please deplatform all three of them. We don't like what they're saying. We don't like the customers can hear what they're saying. So please throw them off the air. Unfortunately, DirecTV deplatformed One America News. I think that was wrong. It was a mistake. I think it was silencing conservative voices. And then in the last couple of months, DirecTV deplatformed Newsmax. And so they had thrown two of the three right of center cable news stations off of the air. Um, I was deeply concerned when they threw Newsmax off the air. Um, I had just started as the ranking member on the Senate Commerce Committee, and so I immediately launched an investigation uh, from the Senate Commerce Committee. I brought together three other senators. I brought together uh, Mike Lee and Tom Cotton and also Lindsey Graham, who's the ranking member of the Judiciary Committee. So you had Lindsey on Judiciary. Obviously, I'm on Judiciary as well. You had me as the ranker on Commerce. Uh, the all of us together had a whole series of very specific questions examining what DirecTV had done and also examining AT&T and Texas Pacific Group, who are the parent companies of DirecTV. Uh, I can tell you that they did not like that congressional scrutiny. They were very displeased. Uh, and, and what I conveyed to them was simple and unequivocal. 
if you want the investigation to stop, if you want the scrutiny to stop, put Newsmax back on air. That needs to be the outcome. Put them back on air. Look, you don't have to watch them. You don't have to listen to them. I happen to think Newsmax is awesome. I, I watch them regularly. I go on Newsmax regularly. But if you don't like Newsmax, change the channel. There are lots of lefty channels that you can watch. But the resolution of this, I laid a lot, drew a line in the sand and said, the resolution of this needs to be Newsmax back on air. And as of 10 a.m. this morning, they've announced Newsmax is going back on air. So it was an unequivocal victory, a victory for free speech, a victory for consumers, a victory for 30 million Texans who want to be able to turn on their TV and watch a variety of views and get news from across the spectrum. So it's a big, big win today. Yeah, it's huge. And it's something that if you guys wouldn't have fought for this so hard in the Senate, I think it would have never have happened. So congratulations, obviously, on that for, as you said, free speech. And we don't want to cancel either side of free speech. That's what people seem to not understand about conservatism. We want all free speech to stay there. As you mentioned, both sides, it would be terrible if you were canceling everything on the left and only keeping on the right, because, again, there's precedent that's not what free speech is, and this is going to be a very big victory and, and, and precedent, and, and I think, ben, for the future. Ben, that's, the, that's important. Look, you and I aren't saying take MSNBC off the air. We're not saying take CNN Never off the air. Now, I will say that the viewers are saying that. They have minuscule viewers. This podcast, Verdict with Ted Cruz, we get more viewers than MSNBC or CNN. So the people are voting with their feet, with their eyeballs, with their ears. But, look, I think having the unhinged leftist radicals on MSNBC and CNN talking, I think that's actually good for us. I think it it shows how ridiculous their views are. I don't want them silenced. I just want to be able to counter their misinformation with the facts and the truth. And having Newsmax now back on air provides one other outlet uh, through which you can do that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I want to ask you one last question about moving forward with Trump. But before I get to that, I want to remind you about our friends at Augusta Precious Metals. If you have been saving for retirement for a long time and you've been watching what's going on in the economy, you've been watching what's happening to your IRA, your 401k, then you know how important it is to protect your hard-earned assets. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. If you have a diversified portfolio, many times gold and silver can work to protect your hard-earned money. If you've saved $100,000 or more, take a look at their free guide or sign up for their web conference. Now, I've done their web conference. It's amazing. It's free. You talk with experts face-to-face -face online, and they talk to you about what's going on specifically with possible vulnerabilities with your portfolio. I use Augusta Precious Metals, and you can trust them. They're a company that's all about protecting your IRA. Look, it's so important close to retirement, or if you're in retirement, to protect your money because there's no time to make up losses. So call them, 877-4, that's the number four, Gold IRA, 877, the number four, Gold IRA, or visit them online at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Tell them I sent you, use my name, Ben, and they'll pay your fees up to 10 years, AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Uh, last question for you, Senator. Uh, as we move forward this week uh, with Donald Trump, and you see the this changing very, very quickly, 
if Donald Trump does, in fact, not get indicted, is that good for the entire country and and precedent to kind of pull back on these activists? Is that going to be the big outcome of this that you see overall moving forward? Look, I hope and believe this week that we have seen three huge victories. The one that is unequivocal is Newsmax and Newsmax being on air is a complete victory. The other two may be big victories, and they are Trump and the FAA administrator. If the FAA administrator gets pulled because he's unqualified, that will be a second huge victory. The fact that they canceled his vote today is a very positive sign. If Trump, if Alvin Bragg backs off and says, I'm not going to bring this frivolous, baseless, partisan prosecution, that is a huge victory. It's a victory for the rule of law. We know that he at least paused, just like Phil Washington's confirmation, and he told the grand jury, stay home today. Now, that pause could be short-lived. He could bring the grand jury back tomorrow, and they could indict him tomorrow. Um, and, and we'll see what happens. By the way, I will note, you know, you know, one of the questions we talked about in the last podcast, you said, well, well what will it be like when he's arrested? Uh, and, and I don't know for sure if and when they do that, but, but at least the, the local prosecutor in Palm Beach County has said that, that, that he will not be handcuffed uh, because the Secret Service won't let law enforcement lay hands on him. And so you have an interesting dynamic when the Secret Service is protecting the president that, that apparently, at least according to the local prosecutor, uh, they won't, won't let them handcuff the former president. But if Alvin Bragg goes, goes forward, they may well do a perp walk. They will do, presumably fingerprint him. They'll presumably do a mugshot. If that stops, if, if the Democrats getting cold feet stops Alvin Bragg, that is a huge victory for the rule of law. That would be a very good thing for America. Yeah. I, all right. Well, here's what I will tell you. Hit subscribe or auto download, because if something does break, we'll probably do a special pod. So you don't want to miss it. So hit that subscribe or auto download button and we'll see you back here real soon. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.